think that going back to my roots and really solidifying who I am as an identity is really important because I spent so much of my life when I was younger. I look back on it now and I was spending so much of my life when I was younger searching for who I actually was. And, you know, because as you know, I was adopted. That's why we're on this podcast. Who am I? What's my identity? I'm trying to fit in. I'm trying to find out what's happening. And for me, going back to that really solidifies who my identity is and, and what actually happens. Hey, and welcome to I'm Adopted, Now What? A podcast where we talk about all things race, culture, and identity, one chat at a time. This is for people who want to get real, get deep, and figure out, now what? I'm your host, Liza. Welcome to the podcast. We have made it to part three, the final chapter of this interview with Nick and Courtney. I really hope you all have been enjoying parts one and two so far. If you're just tuning in now and you have missed the last two weeks, I would stop now and go back and listen to those two episodes before listening to this one because chronologically and in terms of some of the stuff that we talk about, it won't really make sense unless you listen to it in order. I will talk about it a little bit more at the end of the episode, but just to touch on it now, as I may have mentioned last week or in part one, this will be the last episode of season one of the I'm Adopted Now What podcast. I won't keep you in suspense any longer. Here is part three. Nick and his brother have quite a different view of adoption, which I think would be really interesting for you. Because Nick was like, my parents are my parents. And Nick's brother, Ben, kind of always wondered. Yeah. So he was like the one that would, you know, um, he would question things to his parents and they didn't have answers for him. So I think he found that really hard. But um, Nick had ADHD, so he was let's just let's say say, was, lots of energy. Let's just yeah. say I was, I was an active kid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, but Nick's brother, Ben, was like, I'm never doing anything wrong because I'm scared like they're going to send me back or something. Oh, wow. But Nick was the one who was the naughty one, so he really shouldn't have worried. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think that would be interesting for you to talk to him even. Absolutely. Um, I mean, yeah. obviously, you know, only if he's comfortable, but that would definitely be an interesting perspective. I'd love to know more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my cousins, they've actually met their birth parents as well. Oh, so wow. that would be really interesting for you yes. to talk to them. Yes. I'm sure they would love to because I spoke to my cousin. I saw her last weekend and I was telling mm-hmm. her we were doing this. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, that's really cool. So oh, ask her and um, let oh, her know. Good. I would really appreciate that. Yeah, I, 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 especially for with people outside of the, the U.S., I feel like it's good content because – I, you know, obviously I feel like my, my listener base will be primarily American just being where I am. And so I feel like as if I can, if I can do what I can to sort of, uh, help share and as many people's different perspectives and stories as possible, I think that's, that's the best chance we have of really normalizing this entire, entire thing in the first place. And so I really would love to kind of get as much as, as much as I can from different places. That would be great. 
Do you mind if I ask you a couple of questions about? Oh, your- absolutely, please. So you said that you had no obviously paperwork and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, did your parents go through an agency like in America and that connected to? I don't know how it works. Over there. Um, that's a great question. You know, I honestly don't know. I only know the uh, like orphanage in China. I don't think so because all of the uh, like adoption representatives and, and, and people who went with them on the trip were all Chinese to begin with. Not that they couldn't be from America, but they were all um, seemed way more familiar with the Chinese side of things and with the American side of things. And I know that my parents waited three years um, from the time that they kind of like put in papers to the time when they, you know, got sent an official, okay, here's a picture of your baby. You need Mm -hmm. to buy a ticket for this date because that's when we're going to give her to you. Um, So I think it was primarily just Chinese. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Would you ever go back to your orphanage that you were at? I've been giving that a lot of thought recently. I I used to be an adamant no, never. You couldn't pay me to go. (laughs) Um, But I think as I get older and sort of go through this identity journey, um, the sibling thing really gets me. I don't know if this was different for you, Nick, having siblings, but I'm an only child. And so my upbringing has always felt really lonely. And I've always been really envious of people who had siblings and had those kind of relationships. And that was, I think, one of the first sort of like real like experiences that I felt and had towards my adoption where oh, you know, technically out there in the world, I could have a sibling somewhere. Um, And that has always stuck with me. I think I would really love when I'm ready to maybe like find them, find my sibling and sort of see what could come of that. Um, The orphanage specifically, I don't think so. If anything, what comes to mind is I know that the nannies who worked there would probably be really happy to see me um, or to see, not that they would remember me specifically, but to see a child that came from that orphanage thriving and healthy. Um, But I don't think that would be for me so much as it would be for them. Um, and, and, And something that I didn't, that I've never really thought about that watching movies and documentaries about particular, in particular Chinese adoptions, um, is that the nannies who work in those orphanages like really feel like they're moms to all of these babies. Um, and so I'm sure whoever was like assigned to me might remember me because I know some people in my adoption circle who have gone back and been remembered, um, which I feel like would be really mind-blowing. But uh, I, yeah, no, I don't know. I don't think so. Not right now anyway. I'm not really that interested. Yeah. Because we've spoken about it. Yeah. And said, like, would, would Nick go back and just, like, volunteer at the orphanage? Yeah. Um, and before we had an RV, we were like, yeah, we'll definitely go there. And I think at the moment it's probably a bit too dangerous for yes. um, especially with her. But we actually have a friend who's also adopted from Colombia and mm-hmm. he found his family wow. over there. So they're like, oh, yeah, we'll go over and we'll um, – we'll 
volunteer over there and we'll let you know when we're going to go and we can all go yeah. to them. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I think that would be cool. Yeah. It'd be pretty interesting. To do that. Yeah. I, who knows how I'll feel in, in five years from now or 10 years from now. I know um, the orphanage that Nick's brother was in actually isn't even there anymore. Oh, wow. That, that was shut down. Oh. I think it was only like two years after he was there. Wow. Um, it shut down completely. So, Yeah, I suppose that's a good point. I don't even know if my orphanage is still there. All right. I will, del- I will let you get to bed. It's the weekend for you now, right? Yes. <laughs> Friday night. That's that. You made it to the end of the week. Um, but yeah, again, thank you so much for this. Um, it's been a real treat. It's been such a pleasure getting to know you both. And I appreciate all of your open openness and honesty about all of my questions and your interest in, in what I'm doing. And I'm, as I said, I'm sure we'll talk again in the future, probably soon. <laughs> thank you so much for the opportunity. Awesome. Okay. Bye, guys. See you later. Bye. Hi. Hello. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Good. Doing well. I appreciate you, you know, jumping on last minute just to get this recorded. Uh, so if, for the audience, it's obviously been a, a minute since we had our yeah. last conversation where you refer to yourself. We all refer to you as Nick or Nicholas. Yeah. And in that time from then until now, uh, you have decided to go by Juan on your social media and in my correspondence with you. Uh, and you know, from, from the episode, from the previous episodes, uh, you're, you know, everyone knows you're adopted from Colombia, And I was just wondering if you could talk about how you came to that name and, you know, your thought process and why it's important to you and what it means to you. Yeah. So how I came to that name was, um, cause that was, I was named in the orphanage or I'm not even in the orphanage in the hospital after the nurse's grandfather right yes yes so for me personally it's the only tie to the roots that i have in colombia Mm -hmm. so for me it's very personal and i think that going back to my roots and really solidifying who i am as an identity is really important because i spent so much of my life when i was younger I look back on it now and I was spending so much of my life when I was younger searching for who I actually was and mm-hmm. you know because as you know I was adopted that's why we're on this podcast <laughs> um who am I what's my identity I'm trying to fit in I'm trying to find out what's happening and for me going back to that really solidifies who my identity is and, and what actually happens mm-hmm. and you haven't changed it legally but you do want Correct. to, right? I do. I think that I'm, I'm a bit lazy when it comes to those types of things though, in terms of <laughs> changing all my documents because my license, my passport, yes. everything, well, the, the marriage certificate, all that sort of stuff, you know, oh, it, it'd have to be, it's, 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 a, it's a heck of a process. So for me, I feel that even though I haven't legally changed it, mm-hmm. I know personally that for me, even having it out there is it makes me feel better. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. I mean, that's a really, I mean, I feel like it takes guts to, you know, say, this is what I want to be called. It's totally Mm. different than my, what you may have known me in the past as, but to say, you know, this, 
is a better representation of my identity, you know, and it takes real conviction. So right on for you. Thank you. (laughs) Courtney, how do you (laughs) feel about your husband's name change? Um, yeah, I mean, we haven't really spoken about it a whole lot. When he changed it on Instagram and Facebook, I was like, oh, he changed the name. But I always, like, we've been through his documents and everything together. Yeah. So I knew that that was his full name. And I just never really questioned it. I was like, okay, yeah. cool. That's what you want to go by on social media. And I think on social media as well, like, I know I have friends that are teachers, so they don't go by their full name mm-hmm. because of students and, and stuff like that. So I think for me that wasn't all that different that he didn't have his name on there because it sounds funny, but on the internet you could be anyone, whatever you want to go by that can be you. And I think that's the beauty of it. Like with my – we're married and we were married four years ago, but I still haven't changed my name. Um I've just been too lazy because the documents are really hard over here to change everything. Mm. Um, but on social media, I changed my last name and I just, that's what I go by. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, it wasn't, it was a bit different for me, but it's quite funny now. Like Nick will say happy birthday to someone on Facebook and they'll be like, I had to look at this profile because I didn't even know who Juan was. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, and then it takes a second for them to click and go, oh, hi, it's you. Like, it's, yeah, I think it took everyone a bit of getting used to. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I I think it's really amazing that you can do something like that. And yeah. Just, yeah, like you said, have the guts to go for it. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, is it one? Is it something that you you know you've changed it on social media? You you know you've changed all your handles, and you're trying to change it on documents and things. Is that is that like enough? Is that where you plan on kind of stopping? Does that feel like satisfying, or is it more so over time? You're hoping that your family. Courtney, your friends um, will, you know, change and start calling you Juan. I don't think I'll ever be satisfied, <laughs> to be fair. I think that's just <laughs> me as a as an actual person. Yeah. Um, but in, in terms of everyone else, I don't expect them to, but I just want them to be aware of the changes and how that all makes me feel. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. is do you feel like there's some negative attachment to like the name Nick or Nicholas now that you've kind of come around to? No, not at all. Because my adoptive parents, obviously they gave me an amazing life and that's Mm -hmm. why I'm where I am today. Mm -hmm. So I I definitely don't have any negative connotations with that name. However, for me, uh, Nicholas as a name is, it's quite generic because it's obviously Australian. So Mm. for me, having one means that it's unique and it's, exclusive if you will mm-hmm. yeah we, can, mm-hmm. we do get a lot of brazilians and colombians over here or people from chile so for me even having that name it just as i said before it just roots me back into the ground of where i'm from that type of thing and mm-hmm. my middle name's john which mm-hmm. is essentially one right in spanish so oh, okay it's there but it's not there yeah wow wow that's so cool awesome is that something you realize like right after 
our talk, you know, a few months back, or has it taken a long time to kind of become aware of and, and really just make the change and decide? Was it a, like a gradual process or sort of straight away? I was a gradual process, that one. Usually my decisions are pretty straightforward, as Courtney knows. I'm a, I'm a yes or no sort of man. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that one was sort of gradual. It was just one day and I was, like, looking at my Facebook name and I was, oh, click, edit, done. And to be fair with you, I actually don't know how to go back and change it. So it was a sign. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. Uh, I think it was meant to be what name do you plan on, or I guess it could be both. Um, Mm -hmm. Do you plan on having Ivy call you other than dad or? I I think she will definitely be aware because we have a very open household in that regard. Um, So uh, we will definitely make her aware of, you know, how we were adopted and what's happening and how my dad was adopted as well, funnily enough. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and my brother was adopted, that type of thing. So I think, yeah, we'll definitely make her aware. She doesn't have to call me one. She mm-hmm. can, well, to be fair, she'll call me, she has to call me dad because she can't call me <laughs> my first name. <laughs> um, but she will definitely be aware of the identity, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Speaking of your brother, I've been in touch with him a bit. He's going to come on the show. It'll be oh, great. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, that'll be awesome. <laughs> He's got a hell of a story too. I bet. And from <laughs> what I remember, you you both said last time, it's a little bit, it's different than yours. Because uh, yes. you kind of had different, yeah. you know, perspectives of the adoption Com- growing up, right? Oh, completely. Yeah. 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 That'll be awesome. Yeah. Sign me up. I'm listening to that one. All right. We have made it to the end of my conversation with Nick and Courtney and also the end of season one of the I'm Adopted Now What podcast. How crazy. I really hope you enjoyed this interview. I thought it was a unique and really interesting perspective that they shared. I learned so much, not just about what it's like to live in Australia, but what it's like living there as an adopted person, as an adopted Black person, and also as a biracial couple. I hope you all found it as informative as I did and feel like you learned something about another country too. An enormous thanks to Nick and Courtney for being willing to sit down and chat with me and just be so open and so welcoming and warm. I had such a blast talking with them and getting to know them. They're just such great people. And I really appreciate how open and honest and vulnerable and candid they were willing to be with me. As I may have said at the top of the episode or last week, this is the last episode of season one. Next is just a couple minutes to wrap up the season, do a few more thank yous, and tell you all what you can expect in season two. Instead of a question for this episode, I'm just going to ask that if you enjoyed what you heard 
If you have liked this podcast so far, then please go leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps a lot and goes a long way in terms of visibility and growth for the show. I would really appreciate it and thank you so much in advance. I just wanted to give my first season of podcasting an official wrap, so this won't take very long. First, I want to thank my friends and family members who stuck by me and encouraged me to follow my dreams and create this damn thing. Your support has meant the world to me. It's been such a great pleasure getting to know all of the people that have been so generous with their time and opened their hearts to share personal stories with me throughout this season. To all those who were guests on my podcast, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I could not have done any of this without you. And thank you to all my listeners as well. It goes without saying there would be no success in this endeavor if it weren't for all of you, whether you've known me for a long time, for only a short while, or didn't know me at all before this podcast. I hope you were able to learn something about the adoptee experience that you didn't know before, and maybe learn a little bit more about me in the process as well. To my fellow adoptees in the audience, I hope you were inspired and encouraged and motivated to continue thinking about your own adoption and that you felt understood and supported by me and safe in this space. I'm new to the adoptee world myself, and I'm truly so happy to be here and be a part of this community. In honor of finishing my first season of podcasting, I wanted to do a small giveaway as a thank you to anyone who's been listening and supporting and interacting on Instagram or social media. It has really meant a lot and is the only way that this podcast will grow. So thank you. Thank you so, so much. I will have all of the giveaway details written out and listed in an Instagram post, but I'll say it here as well. It's a t-shirt giveaway. I have been designing a few different options. All you have to do is like the Instagram post that is announcing the giveaway, tag two friends in the comments who you think or who ideally would benefit from listening to the podcast and write a review on Apple Podcasts for the show. It doesn't have to be five stars, although that is, of course, appreciated. I just want it to be an honest review of what you thought of the podcast. Thanks in advance for participating and good luck. Now, before season two kicks off, the I'm Adopted Now What podcast will be taking a quick break to replenish the interview bank, cook up some new design and formatting ideas, and, well, squeeze in a little R&R somewhere in there, too. In the meantime, the podcast Instagram will spend some time featuring famous 
influencer and celebrity adoptees and or adopters to emphasize the point that while not immediately identifiable on the outside, there are so many in our media and pop culture that are connected to adoption by only one or two degrees, and you may not even know it. I'll see you in a couple weeks. Thanks for listening to this episode of I'm Adopted, Now What? Hosted by me, Liza. If you liked what you heard, then please be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen. Leave a good review and share this episode with a friend. If there's a topic you'd like to hear discussed on a later episode, DM me and tell me all about it. You can do that and find this podcast on Instagram and Facebook at imadopted.podcast. See you there.